Welcome to Private Club Radio, your weekly source for industry education, news and discussion. Broadcasting from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, Gabriel Aloisi. Welcome to a very special episode of Private Club Radio where I am on location in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, learning all about the history of Mr. Arnold Palmer and his legacy that lives on here in Latrobe. I got to catch up with Don Emery and his assistant golf professional, John Beck, to chat about Arnie's legacy and what it means to the community here in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Don has been in huge markets like Los Angeles with Riviera and in Orlando at Arnold Palmer's Bay Hill. But Latrobe's a very different place. It's a small town of 8,000, about 40 miles outside of Pittsburgh. And I first asked him, what makes a small market club unique? Here's what he had to say. Everybody's connected. You need to really put out a product that's unique and authentic. But if you do something good, it goes all over town. If you do something bad, it goes all over town. So this town's obviously very connected with Arnold Palmer. And we're sitting at a table where his picture's on the wall right next to us. He's, he's all over the place. So um, why, why was he such a special person here? You know, for me, I think it's the fact that not only did he grow up here, but the values that he learned the hard work ethic, the firm handshake, the looking people in the eye, doing what you said you're going to do, uh, came from his mom and dad, and now has been passed down to his daughter, Amy Palmer Saunders, who, who owns actually you know, Bay Hill and Latrobe, and, and I think that's what makes Latrobe special, is a lot of people in Latrobe seem to have drank from the same well, learned the same same things. It's It's a really... It's part of America you don't see a lot. When you walk into Latrobe Country Club, there's an immediate sense that you're stepping into a piece of living history. The decor is mostly untouched, maybe even for decades. It's a very homey feel. There's a case with Arnie's silver and crystal trophies off to one side. Photos adorn the walls with his greatest moments hanging alongside his ordinary ones. There's an authentic 1970s teal leather lounge set just behind the bar where he would entertain guests. And downstairs in what's the grill area, there's bright orange and green leather wrapped hardwood chairs and tables to welcome guests. There's even one chair at the door near the men's locker room that has a small plaque inscribed on it. It's of course where Arnie himself sat with his friends chatting up each and every person that walked by. There's no fancy redesign, no multi-million dollar renovation, but it doesn't have that old tired feel either. Instead, it feels like you've stepped into a classic movie set, but one that you feel very comfortable in. It feels iconic and it feels special. So I asked the guys for their take. Yeah, it's kind of all reflective of his family. And like Don said, you know, they valued family and they valued um you know their their relatives and their you know their their past and they kept that here and wanted that to be a part of it and i think that's what makes latrobe special is it's kind of a a walk back when mr palmer you know was in his prime and his family was here and it's a family oriented atmosphere his family his friends i think i mean you know a crystal chandelier and a gold you know whatever it doesn't make a great club what makes a great club is people staff members, connection between members. And I think what Latrobe has is it doesn't have the crystal chandelier, never will have the crystal chandelier, and that makes it unique and special. 
There's an incredible amount of Mr. Palmer's memorabilia here in Latrobe, over 10,000 pieces that were all carefully cataloged after his passing. More than just golf memorabilia, Arnie's collection includes photos, autographs, and gifts from just about every president and every celebrity in the last few decades, and so much more. I was here for the Masters Sunday, and they found the shoes he wore, a bag he used, china from his Augusta dinner, and trophies commemorating each of his eagles at Augusta. With such an immense collection, I asked John what his favorite piece of memorabilia is. For one, you have the iconic tractor, uh, the Pennzoil tractor. I mean, that's always a big thing um, when people come here to to visit Latrobe and Latrobe Country Club. That's the one thing they always ask: Where's the tractor at? Where's yeah. you know? Where, Tell me the story where, for people that don't know the story of the tractor. Where is it at? Well, he was, uh, you know, an advocate. What would be the word for for Pennzoil? He was a spokesperson. Spokesperson for Pennzoil and on many commercials with Pennzoil. Mm-hmm. And that tractor was in a lot of the commercials, and that was a tractor that his his father drove around when he was the heads head superintendent greenskeeper here and so it's been around the club for a long long time it's a special special thing for people to come out and see we actually put it on number one tee for our outings and it's a really good spot for pictures because people it just kind of a that one thing that they want to see when they come to the trope so nice you know today was the masters and uh john and and matt are our head golf professional you know went into the closets and and unearthed some wonderful memorabilia to show our members and you know what's unique about Latrobe is our, our members get to see this every day and I, I think sometimes I don't know if they appreciate what they're surrounded by but you know we pulled out some things today that were really neat. It was 1957 when he won the par 3 contest and they had we had a um, silver platter that was given to him for winning that and then there was a couple other things we had some uh, crystal from when he, all the eagles he made at the Masters. Cool. And then um, also How about those logo. shoes? How about those yeah, shoes? The shoes we brought out from the time period when he was playing in the Masters back then. So yeah. uh, a lot of a lot You of had his bag. Yeah. I, I saw, and what's cool, it, it kind of goes to what you said, Don, is uh, you had his, his bag from, from one of the times you played at the Masters there. And he actually... One of the members wanted to see his one iron. They just pulled it right out of the bag and handed it to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like it's behind a glass case or anything. No, it's just, it's again, an authentic experience that I think, I, I mean, I would hope that Mr. Palmer would be would be pleased that, you know, his legacy gets, gets taught to children, gets taught to people my age and younger through actual seeing things and not just seeing pictures or seeing... Uh, a movie. The staff tells me that Arnie loved to experiment. Latrobe was where he did much of this. And I learned how he had a workshop filled with clubs and parts, and he was always testing. He often carried a second bag on his cart, and it was filled with no less than 10 drivers alone. Here's John and Don on Arnie's legacy of innovation. He loved to tinker with clubs. So when he came over, you know, he would always pull something out and say, what do you think about this? You know, I'm, I'm looking at this, and I maybe I wrap my club this way, a different grip wrap here, and I did something to the head. Yeah. So he would want somebody to grab their club and take cool. a look at it. That's really cool. You know, Gabe, John's talking about Mr. Palmer tinkering with clubs, but really Latrobe was where some of his best thinking got done. I mean, you know, a man who was an innovator, he, he developed IMG with... Mr. McCormick, the idea of a celebrity as a brand. Uh, He created the Golf Channel. He created the wing of the Citation 10. That takes a lot of thinking to to come up with stuff like this. And I I would hope that 
you know, kind of the beauty and the the peace of, of La Trobe, it's a good place to think. As I toured the club and spoke with staff, each had so many personal stories to tell me about Artie. Most revolve around what a relaxing and homey environment La Trobe is. In the last seven years or so, when uh, Mr. Palmer would just go down to the driving range tee and he just relax and take a nap there after uh, yeah. after a uh, you know a lunch cool. or something just to kind of you know to get away and relax it was just kind of a peace place for him I believe place of peace it's so. very serene out there and I was out there just at sunset and the, mm-hmm. a nice little wind coming through the hills because we're in like a not exactly a valley but we're in like the foothills of the Appalachians here we're the foothills of the Appalachians and some some unique weather some years mm-hmm. uh, but we're hoping for a, a beautiful sunny summer and you know people can come and they can stay at Latrobe Country Club we have some houses in fact uh, Gabe you're staying in one of the houses yep. uh, this this week um, people can come and, and be part of Latrobe and be treated like a member just by staying in a house it's kind of a neat a neat getaway and the, the close to a lot of stuff you know the banana split was uh, created in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Oh my goodness! And I heard that the first uh, professional football uh, game was played here, or something. Yeah, <laughs> and we're we're, we're the uh, what is it? The summer home of the Steelers, actually. Yeah, here. yeah. Steelers training camp is wow. here, right here in Latrobe, cool. St. Vincent College. That's yeah, neat. So, having spent time at both Arnold Palmer Properties, Bay Hill, and now Latrobe, I'm fascinated by the level of hospitality that each and every staff member exudes. I asked Don why the Palmer family culture is different. You know, I, I heard something the other day that somebody had stayed in a, a five-star hotel, $600 a night plus type thing, and they said, you know, it was a perfect stay, except for the fact that it didn't feel like, it felt like somebody read a book on how to service customers, and that's how they were treated. Yeah. And it wasn't genuine, and it wasn't authentic, and I think, to me at least, what drew me to the brand and what drew me to come from Riviera Country Club to come back to Florida and come to Latrobe was that this this is this is real life this is genuine i mean the people do it not because it's step 5 of a 10 step process they do it because that's the way you're supposed to treat people and that's the way you're supposed to interact with somebody and if something goes right you know you take the compliment and you you smile and you look the person in the eye and if there's something wrong you do everything within your power to, to fix it. Yeah, and I love that, that that brand is kind of pervasive here in Latrobe. You know, for instance, even if you look at the menu in the dining room, I had chicken noodle soup, which was amazing, actually. <laughs> I don't know what, what got me to order that, but it, I'm glad I did. And you have meatloaf on the menu and things right. that are just, it's like comfort food. That's great. It, it was funny. Uh, recently, we had some high, high-powered executives from, you know, quote, unnamed company, and the reason that they didn't go to the, the the chain steakhouse or they didn't go to the restaurant in town was that they wanted a unique experience, and they got it. They got home-cooked meatloaf the same way that Mr. Mrs. Palmer had told the chef to make it, and they got soup made from scratch and not from you know not from a, a can. And it, it's it shows. <laughs> your chef even bakes his own bread. I guess. What's your favorite thing on the menu, John? Um. I, I, I'm a big fan of the meatloaf. Uh, I really am, and honestly, I uh, I had it down at Bay Hill as well. That's how much of a fan I was. Is it the same? Is it pretty January. much the same yeah, recipe? It's pretty yeah. close. <laughs> yep. It's pretty, very great. similar. Yep. That's really cool. By the way, just for the record, John weighs about 110 pounds, so he's not eating the meatloaf. He's not <laughs> eating the meatloaf. Says the heavy set guy across the table. <laughs> that's not true. 
And that's the perfect example of the feeling that you get when you visit Latrobe. It's a warm, inviting place to let your guard down, turn your cell phone off, disconnect, but connect with others around you. You'll feel like you're with family. That's going to do it for this episode of Private Club Radio. I'll catch you back next week. And until then, here's to your membership success. Private Club Radio is brought to you by Concert Golf Partners, helping to preserve and enhance private golf and country clubs. Concert Golf has the capital, expertise and private club hospitality experience to help upscale private clubs achieving long-term success and membership growth. For 25 years, Concert Golf has allowed private club members to focus on simply enjoying their club. Visit concertgolfpartners.com to learn more about the recapitalization process 